0: You're listening to the Pittsburgh Podcast Network. Enjoy the show.
1: Jim Cran, no restrictions. Pittsburgh Podcast Network. I'm here with my buddy, Eddie Ift, one of my favorite comedians. You uh, it, it really are. I, I love Eddie's humor. Um I think because you're from Pittsburgh, maybe, and that's why I know you as a, as a great guy. I know how hard it is to craft a joke, and I know where you came from, how you started. And the funniest thing was, Ed, i got to be honest, I didn't know this until uh, on the phone. We were with uh, a friend, Chris Robert, uh, who's a brilliant director um, in New York, and, and we're working on some ideas uh, with Eddie. Chris and I were working on some shows, and I had an idea show with Eddie, we're we're get, trying to get a pilot going all that stuff and and eddie uh we were on a conference call thing and eddie comes out of nowhere and tells me uh this story of how he got into comedy and it was pr- a pretty i'm honored i was i was like taken aback. but tell the sto- honored tell. i'm honored to be here uh this story, is like yeah. one of my
2: heroes i grew up uh you know, like, the, the the biggest deal in the world, you grew up in Pittsburgh, it's, you know, the the, the DV morning show, it was like, holy shit, uh, you know, and uh, I used to call in and prank call radio stations, that's kind of how I started doing comedy, and uh, I was at Doc's Bar in Shadyside, do you remember that Doc, place? Yeah. And I think I was in college, or I was just, I just, the was no just at the end of college, mm-hmm. and- uh, I had written a whole bunch of stand-up material. I had a yellow legal pad full of <laughs> material that was terrible. It was like me commentating, taking a dump as Myron Cope, or you know, it was <laughs> not just, a bad joke. Yeah, yeah, Thinking I remember. It's it pretty just, funny, just, actually. Just, uh, just the, the, the <laughs> most. Under- I would sit up late at night, <laughs> drunk, and just write whatever I watched on TV and write jokes and then go to a bar and use them on girls. You know, it's and like that, pickup lines. And
1: that's what stand up is. It's kind of working these lines out and figuring out your Yeah. Humor and then one night joke.
2: one night I'm at Docks and Shady Side and there you are. And it was like the biggest celebrity sighting of my life. I'm like holy <laughs> shit, oh God, there's God. there's uh <laughs> oh you know, because in Pittsburgh there are there's a, there's like <laughs> the sports heroes and then there were people like you that are that that there were that those are the biggest celebrities in pittsburgh and so i didn't give a shit about the athletes because i grew up in sports my dad was involved with the pit football program and so i didn't i grew up around those guys yeah so i didn't really care but when i saw you i'm like oh my god there's <laughs> there he is he's he's, he's like live like Probably he's drunk off my ass yeah i think you were him. and you were so nice i went over to you and i started talking to you and you and you were like laughing at some of the stuff i said probably trying to just get rid of me like you know like oh this kid's such a pain in the ass but you were really nice and genuine and laughed and and then i told you i think i said mm-hmm. to you uh you said you're really funny you should you should do stand up or something mm-hmm. and i said i want to i want to and you said uh we'll go to the funny bone and i said what do you mean like i didn't even know there were like comedy clubs that's how like out of it i was yeah and you go 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 they do an open mic night on monday nights and i was like oh it was crossing that
1: line of repetitions And i knew you had you know what there's something I saw, I'm sure, and in repetition, you know now is an accomplished so, net. You got to get up there. It's the yeah, way. so
2: I so I called them and they said, "Oh, you have to be the first five callers." Oh God, do yeah, you remember, remember that? Oh when, yeah, I remember when they did and that. And I was like, and I started making the girl laugh. I'm like, <laughs> "What what caller am I?" She's like, "You're like the hundredth or something." And so I started making her laugh, and she goes, "You know what? Call me." Uh, this is a true story. She goes, "I forget the girl's name. I, I wish I could thank her now, uh, if I knew who it was." She said next week you know you had to call it like 5 p.m right I remember on that when the on people like fridays yes. yep. to get the spot she goes call me at 455 and <laughs> she goes i'll put you on you're in and i was like wow so then i did it and then uh, i think it was randy was pretty nice to me who was yeah. the manager randy, who, yes who, randy who put Barosky, me up this nice guy who put me up Good who man. said why don't you come in next week and i was like i don't have to call and he's like no He's like, we'll just put you on. You made it. but uh, Did
0: you, pay him? you made it in. You probably had to give him money. I'm mm. just kidding. I probably. <laughs> I think Dave, Dave said just joining us. I think
2: time. I had to hook him up with one of the waitresses. Absolutely. Yeah. I you mean, know, they
0: were all from Cleveland. I think that's why oh, they had he, such, all, all three of them. All, yeah, they the, were. The Snyder Brothers and Randy. They were, were all Ohio from, guys. Yeah. yeah. And
1: that's and they, hysterical. They, they knew how to run a bar.
2: I'll never um, forget uh, Jeff Schneider, the owner of the oh club. Oh, God. He's legendary. Yelling at me one day in front of all the comedians. Yelled at you? You're not funny. No, you're not funny. <laughs> he told me the same thing. Did he really? Oh, absolutely. He yeah. told me, I asked yeah, him if I, I first could started. get, I wanted to get bumped up from MC to feature. I think it was MC to feature. And he goes, why?
3: And I go, because,
2: <laughs> because I want to like not be the guy that takes the bull. bullet. I wanted to, and in front of all the comedians, he started going, but you're not funny. Oh. And it hurt so yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. He... Well, you know, oddly,
0: <laughs> is he wanted to be a stand-up? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. And so, and, and and you would think that by doing that, that he would have some compassion for how difficult the art is. And he was brutal. I found. And he was terribly unfunny. I found terribly unfunny.
2: I found that most of the club owners that are comedians are the worst club owners. Yeah, are the, the worst club owners. Yeah. Meaning, like, like they w- treat what? you horribly mm. with the exception of there's a club in atlanta called the laughing skull and Marshall Childs is a comic and he treats comics unbelievably respectfully mm.
0: amazingly but
2: all the other ones mm. it's like but you're you're a comedian you know
1: what it, we know when, go I, when I was
0: when i was more or less i'm sorry good day. No, no. well no it's an odd it's an odd thing because it's the same thing with agents a lot of the agents that are former musicians or so, they're they're a little bit more brutal than people that hadn't been involved in the business and I don't you would think that since they had seen see the side of you know loading in gear and and well, all the things that you have to, to go is. through yeah, yeah, yeah. that they would be a little bit more compassionate a little bit more giving on on uh, you know negotiating for you and stuff and, and often you don't find that we've not, talked, not always we, we've talked some some you, are we
1: talked about that on the show a couple of times, it's hard to get to get to the point where you get people to pay think about it's an honor to have an audience to pay twenty dollars right. come see yeah. you and it's hard to get to that level and you would think those people would at least respect that that you get to the point where they're paying to see you and they still don't There's some a lot of those people are, i think I, they
2: get mad at me because the people aren't paying like they're <laughs> we'll you know it's it's when they don't show up and i'm like i i i, I thought i had an audience here i, I when
1: i the first six i did for six years the the, the the comedy clubs before i got on the radio mm-hmm. 25 years and now back to <laughs> stand up again, and it's in, it's changed a lot in a in sense of the structure of it when i when I was doing it then the clubs were literally I remember uh, a comedian uh, named Max Alexander telling me, uh, I know Max, you know yeah. me yeah, he's nice co- he said um, this is years ago and he he said jim he says you're we're all this is part of the rock and roll com- comedy. What do you mean he goes he said, these comedy clubs are born now." in the 80s yeah. he said they weren't here before i go you know yeah. what you're right we're part of a revolution of this whole thing i think you're right so to be able to the last two years of it start to headline and all that and you emcee it's still the same structure today MC middle headline so you start the headline and travel around the country and stuff and, and that's how i got the repetitions to go wherever we were going to go whether yep. you know that happened to be radio for me but it's but the owners changed too and that it was new and it was I think they were they were a little nicer because they were making money hand over yeah yeah fist. yeah. I remember on Tuesday nights at a Charlie Goodnights in North Carolina, Durham, Raleigh, Durham, great yeah, club, Raleigh, Raleigh. Yeah. Still, I might still be still there, there. Still, still there. That
2: Helium just bought them though.
1: He, he knew what the hell he was doing. Whoever owned that club, but it was. I remember doing that show it was one of my first headline shows, and I remember uh, it sold out on Tuesday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Now I wasn't known. Tuesday. This it, is sold unknown. out on a yeah. Tuesday. Now no, the headliners were me and the guys. I'm, I'm not known at all. <clears throat> yeah, sold out on Tuesday. Wow! So it was a different time where there wasn't cable was here, but yet HBO made a Robin Williams special and things like that. But before Netflix and all the and, and even as the cable started to get big with all the comedy stuff on, and people, the only place you could go to see this was at the comedy club, and you paid ten dollars, which wasn't bad. No, and, and it was less. I'm sorry. It was like 7 or $8. Dollars. Yeah, whatever was, whatever. Yeah. a mov- movie ticket was, like a dollar yeah. more. So if you think about that, wow. And I a could, two drink minimum. Two drink minimum, but I could go out and see something I can't see anywhere else. Right. And it was, at the time, it was the transition between the days of the great legendary people like Buddy Hack and Henny Youngman into the observational Jerry Seinfeld, who was a younger guy at the time. Right, and right, right. When the clubs, I opened for them a lot, and people like that, because. That's what he was doing. and but that was the style
0: was changing, and it just was well, a, and you it was the y- and you saw everybody. Birth. I mean, they had the holiday house and he had the funny bone, and you and every comedian toured. That's everybody how they made toured. their money. We I still I
2: still think uh, like you get your bag for your buck by going to a comedy club. If you go to a movie, mm-hmm. and let's say it's a comedy so. movie that they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars to right. make. and you go to the film,, uh my sister and I were just talking about a film. And she goes, "Yeah, there's about two really good laughs in it. Mm-hmm. Even if you see a shitty comic,
3: you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get like that, yeah.
2: eight to ten good laughs Easy. over an hour and a half show. Where there's three comics, if it's a good show, you're gonna laugh your four ass ten, off four, for yeah. an hour and a
1: half. If you think about it. Ed, if it's a good show, what we what you do when you're doing stand up? If you think about it, I, I can't. I, this isn't me. This is from I think I can't remember who said this. It's Bill Maher or someone like that in an interview something?" But it's true. If you think of it, you're getting like eight laughs every two minutes, yeah, think about it. You're right? never going to get. You're that not going film. too much longer than two minutes without it. Even but I'm more of a storyteller and take longer stretches, but but it's all no more than two minutes, and you're getting another laugh. So think about it. You got to get them laughing eight times. You're going to get eight laughs every two minutes for an hour. It's a lot of laughs,
2: and there's nothing better in this world. I mean, maybe you could say sex, but laughing is. People (laughs) smoke weed so that they'll laugh all the time. Like you're gonna laugh, and I never understand that.
0: Like I'm gonna smoke weed and then go watch comedy.
2: It's like yeah, it's gonna yeah. You already got it. Yeah, you get it. I've never understood that. But but,
0: you know, getting back to the thing that that's why live comedy is is so intoxicating because you're there, you get immersed in it. You're watching it on TV. You don't know where you're catching it. You don't know. Yeah. You're not around other people that are laughing. There's no buildup. You're not seeing the opening act. There's no. It's like live theater. Yeah. It's and there's not a lot of that around any longer. And so I, that's why we love, you know, having these comedy clubs around, and it's important for their survival. It's a, well, it's a one-man play. It is. Yeah. It is. And and to be you're able right. to see somebody up there and to take something that we see all the time, and turning the phrase or turning the way we look at it. And to make it funny well, is, is quite a skill.
1: You know, Dave, it's interesting because, it, like, we're, we're watching this, Eddie all week, like, during a the news cycle and things like that. And, you know, and you, you start to get to all this information comes in. You try to twist it into yeah. into comedy. And, and the funny thing now, the, the difference now is the news is so funny. Comedy is surprise. The right to joke is to find the angle of surprise. Right, right, a reveal. A reveal, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I do my impressions and stuff, so I'll do my dog is like Matthew McConaughey or whatever. That it gets a little offbeat. Now the news is so bizarre, yeah, that the news is so funny. It's a challenge now. You have to go almost the other. Way. Yeah, it's almost it's it's a cha- more challenging because the news is almost a joke. For instance, this particular story came across this week that I couldn't. I'm like, what do I do with this thing? I'm writing it down, trying to figure angles. Because President-elect Trump, which we thank God, this is this is a Treasure Trove, yeah, for comedy. Uh, President-elect Trump uh, was supported by um, Scott Baio, Chachi, and um, Chachi was physically attacked. Yeah, because of his uh, belief or support of uh, Donald Trump by a I don't know which Chad Smith is that it was the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. His wife, yeah, 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 his wife attacked him physically because of the support. That's amazing. That's a staircase. Who happens
2: to, the, the drummer for the Chili Peppers, you know, looks exactly like Will Ferrell. Like <laughs> That's even weirder. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the other thing is, who gives a shit about Chachi? I actually am reading this on the CNN website, and it goes, Scott Bayo, who was in the show Happy Days. That was 40 fucking years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my God, this is the best thing that ever happened. I'm number one in oh, a long time. Oh, best thing. Besides yeah. well, whatever other it, reality yeah, shows. I can't
0: tried. believe he even got traction from that. I mean, the the... the that that's how few people were supporting Trump at the beginning it's a, that they had to happened. put Scott Bayo still, happen, still happening still happening
2: with uh, it's crazy you know him getting somebody I tweeted the other day I said what song is Scott Bayo going to sing at the inauguration <laughs> <There you laughs> because no line. one he ended up getting that I, uh, <laughs> that America's Got Talent girl from Pittsburgh yeah you know it's who's th- going to perform because no one else would do it no you know what's funny is like
1: I bet you it wouldn't be funny if Donald Trump President Trump got to have respect for the office President <laughs> Trump doesn't even know his real name he just sits there in, in and the because you know what you get, we're gonna get chad Ch- Ch- can you get chachi on the phone i'm gonna make chachi chachi's gonna be the head that's what's he t- went ambassador
2: ambassador to can you get fonzie can you get win that's him? not a really? joke i bet terrific. he does that. fonzie's terrific i'll bet he does that <laughs> he because us. poor poor <laughs> <laughs> Fungi's going to be Ooh. the ambassador. Terrific I don't, ambassador to Ireland. Do you know Michael Shay um, that, that is the head or the weekend update at SNL? Oh, no, no, no. He no. was talking I know about. He, yeah, I know. he was saying uh, there's this kind of joke that Trump doesn't read <laughs> at all. And people were like, well, we don't think he does. I'm like, come on, he, he reads teleprompters. You can tell <laughs> when he's on the tele. And they said when he came into SNL and was doing a guest spot, they were talking about. Uh, you know, getting Trump to do this, and they're like, "Well, Trump doesn't read," and they're like, "We'll get him," and they're like, "He, he just you get it, give him the idea, and he'll he'll improv it because he doesn't read." And uh, I was like, wait, awesome. "Wait, he doesn't read?"
1: Uh, yeah, I, like,
0: I don't think he can. And yeah. Then he,
1: well, then he, he can't he, spell. If you see that, you're going. Dave's going to get a tweet. I'm a terrific, terrific, a terrific reader. reader. <laughs> Dave, very good reader. Yeah.
2: I'm the best. He uh,
1: and I believe me, uh, he, he, it's, I love it. I love his craziness. Now I'm working,
2: I'm going to work for him now. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to his support, whatever. And we're we're the reason he's president. I love the guy. So, because, <laughs> I, I, I do a bit on stage about it, about how, like, even if you hate him, you know you woke up every morning going, I hope he said some dumb shit today. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he was honest. the first entertaining, like, yeah. truly entertaining president. Yeah. And that shows you where America, like, how insatiable for entertainment we've become Clinton flirted with it and then when Sarah Palin came around we all went she's an idiot Mm -hmm. but god is this this train wreck is fun to watch it's like watching Jersey Shore (laughs) it's (laughs) It's like watching any of those VH1 shows (laughs) and he was a reality star and he he knew it and it's like that's the collective mentality (laughs) of America that we all were like I I don't want to watch C-SPAN that shit's boring (laughs) give me Trump and have you done? Have you I'm done Australia since? Uh, no, I haven't done it. And we were going to name my tour something about "Make America Great Again," like a joke or play on it. And uh, and then I said, I said, "This no, the election will be over. We'll get there like three months later. They'll forgot about Trump. It'll be stupid." Oh, yeah. no, it's, and now I'm like, why? why? Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you know why the, didn't the
1: other the other story that, that made me laugh this week with uh, President Trump, President Elect Trump. He has a. Um,
2: by the way, I still don't think he's going to make it. I really <laughs> oh,
1: don't. The, oh, the no, has, college. I think electoral som- college has got him in. Yeah. Right but
2: in I think end. by inauguration, day, something is going to happen. You think he's going
0: to tweet something out? A, inaugurations are stupid. There's a lot of people still still hold out that he won't. It? But I there's it's it's coming. If, I think if there in, is a
2: bet on it, which I'm sure there is in England, we don't do it in America. Like because I was watching, I might. You know, throw like some money in there. <laughs> really? That, yeah. If it's because oh, like it's it. probably like twenty to one. I think know? he's going to be Well,
0: a, a guy I know he's bet. bet um, a guy I know bet that, that he Trump? would win. Oh, a, a and, he, and he said it was it was like fifty to one.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it was. It was I, I, huge. It was, I, I was maybe hundred to one. It was I mean. yeah because she
1: had uh, Hillary Clinton a ninety percent chance yeah. at one point. No,
2: no so. I'll tell you what the bet was because. Uh, <laughs> Uh, somebody's got a problem uh, <laughs> No um, No but I, I, I wasn't following the polls Because I don't trust polling and I said I trust Vegas because they don't want to lose money right. And so they try to line everything up evenly And it was I think I, I used to take screenshots of it the, the About like a week before The election it was If you bet You'd have to bet $650 On Hillary or No I'm sorry $550 on Hillary To win $100 Wow, and if you bet a hundred dollars on Trump, you would have won three hundred and fifty dollars. That's
0: exactly it. I, yeah, that's yeah, what he it did. Was am- and and awesome. I, and I don't I, know what that
1: and is. And yeah, I want that, everybody yeah. out there who's listening to know if you love Trump and uh, Donald Trump and everything, uh, that's great. I respect the president, uh, and that's the thing I think we should do. We have to. S- Step back. You have to respect the office, and I know the country's divided, but you have to respect the see, office. I I, and I, I, I,
2: mean, I, I, disagree with that now because see, I, I feel like I, 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 feel like you, by what's gone on in this last election, like I always felt like, and I'm not a, I'm not a liberal, I'm not a conservative. Like I'm I felt like, I felt like, middle. uh, d- you know that uh, Bill Clinton did a lot to, to take the respect away from the office. Like I, I really feel like I used to put the president on a pedestal and go this is great and i didn't live through the nixon years so i didn't have the but like that was petty compared to what goes on now <laughs> but i feel like these guys have have tarnished it so much that uh, i'm
1: glad you said this this brings me to something
2: that we as americans don't respect the presidency or we wouldn't put these it people in it brings me to so maybe you, we should. you're leading
1: them. me right into where i wanted to go which is it, it is funny because with time you know we 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 just forget things and the uh, the media is different now than it was many many years ago but uh, i was reading on some other presidents and some other <laughs> um, campaign uh, you know mudsling you will call it and things that they said and the way they did it back then you talk about things oh, yeah. That it was brutal. President Clinton did and Nixon. They were like Walt Disney next to some of our oh, really? founding fathers, and in the things that they did as president. To talk about, I mean, wow. And we and so I'm happy about our. We were able to survive that, <laughs> still be the greatest country on earth. And for instance, this was just running for president. Uh, Jefferson and, and Adams, okay, are right. running against each other, and. Uh, Adams wins one, and Jefferson follows and wins next. But anyway, in the, in the, in the battle, the campaign, it gets so nasty. Um, Jefferson actually, at one point, said that uh, Adams was a hermaphrodite. <laughs> 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 yeah. So they, he just jumped right out of. A, and then Adams. <laughs> that's hysterical. I know. It's amazing. I couldn't believe it. This is true. Adams wants the fight back. So he prints an ad because they didn't have the TV ads back then. But he prints an ad that said Jefferson, if he was elected, murder and incest would be taught in schools and (laughs) practice. So he puts this ad out. Okay, now Jefferson, okay, is really he's he's really going at him. And he also said Adams. He goes. Adams wants Jefferson says Adams wants to attack France the first day in office. <laughs> could you imagine like that going on now? Yeah. The, the it kind of Trump, is. It's kind <laughs> of the Trump same was, yeah. exact stuff. Hillary was to attack France first day. First day, people. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hermaphrodite.
1: Yeah, but I was. Could you believe? in the, in the, the my favorite thing of the whole thing was it got so bad at one point in in the press, different than now, right? Uh, Adams at one point said Jefferson <laughs> was dead. He just told just people he, he died. He announced he died. died. That's hilarious. He announced he's dead. And so, you know, you don't vote for a dead person. You're that's dead. God hilarious. You know, that's strong. the only
0: that's the only uh, like, sitting president that didn't go to the inauguration. Adams did not go to Jefferson's inauguration. And they, they both? And then they ended as best friends. They, died. they both died on the same day on the 4th of July.
1: 90 years that's old. That's crazy. Yeah. But I just, when you look back at that, and then, you know, Obviously, that was forgotten. Right, and, right, right. Presidents came in, and, and and so compared to then, we, we survived that. Now's now, so it, it is rather. In, it was intriguing when I was reading this thing. I was thinking, oh my god, if any of this stuff was that's you hilarious. Is that hilarious? Well, like, I, I just can't believe it. Let it's me like,
0: ask you guys though, since you know th- this is such great fodder for comedy, mm. but at the same time, the crowd is so divisive now. Does this lead you away from doing some? Material. I I think the crowd wasn't
2: divisive until now, like leading up to the election because they call them leaners, people that voted for Trump that wouldn't admit they were voting for (laughs) Trump. Right. So when you would go out and uh, I had a priest once. uh, I'm going to go way back. Uh, I used to be a ski patrol at Seven Springs that oh, wow, really? was the worst
0: and With uh, Willie Joe Remember That's Willie Joe? awesome
1: And
2: I, I got fired And it was the worst but you would, I, You're
1: a comedian You'd be the worst ski patrol the worst. <laughs> You don't want someone Joking around that's with are and You worst. know lab making
2: jokes And your legs And burning in yeah. half But there was a priest <laughs> That was a uh, Was a ski patrol With us Because oh, really? it was a volunteer job And he said He goes uh, You're a comedian Because I had just started Doing stand up And he's like I listen to comedians All the time And he was a catholic priest And he goes, I listen to comedians. He goes, because comedians are better than anyone at having their finger on the pulse of the people. True. Of how the people think. He goes, so that's how I get my sermons. And I was like, wow, that's really. He goes, I I know what people (laughs) care about by what comedians are talking about. He goes, but I got to tell you. He goes, I watched that Def Jam. They say motherfucker way. <laughs> <of> <laughs> you
1: didn't and say I that. I swear see, to God. You caught me off guard with that one. I, I expected him to be like a Carlin yeah, kind yeah. of, you know, well, go, oh. holy water, is it holy?
2: Is it water? I mean, Steph <laughs> so, Jam, nice. Okay. So, so I do believe comedians, and I, traveling all around the country, <laughs> I, I felt like I had my finger on the pulse. And I was like, there is no way Trump's going to win this election because I see the way the audiences laugh. I see the way they groan when you bring up his name. There's no – and I mean, even if people that come to comedy clubs are more left of center, uh, it still just feels too overwhelming that he doesn't have a chance. And so it was easy to kind of go after him a little harder than Hillary. Like he yeah.
1: he and her, he came up at the right time, and everyone was saying Hillary came up. Like anybody else runs against Trump, they may win. That's Real, true. Oh, yeah. No, anybody, Hillary else, Clinton anybody else. Anybody reminded us of all the stuff you just said. You're right. Ed, yeah. And you said about tarnishing the, the office, right? Yeah. Kind of dredged up some of the things. Yep. Bill, president Bill Clinton and also obviously the email thing It was was yeah. something but, that was but, bothering but, but, us.
3: Yeah, but no matter still, what
1: anybody said, yeah, It pe- wasn't that the email thing was bad. It was just that or the hor- most horrible thing. Hillary reminded thing us that it was some kind of fucking thing behind our backs. Yeah.
2: She yeah. reminded me of the kid, the little elf in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that was like, I want to be a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, shut Everybody. up. Shut up. You <laughs> can't be you a a, but I'm going to be a dentist. And everyone, every other elf was like, <laughs> "Put." Push, push that little elf in the closet, and Wait. that's that's. I felt like everyone was like, "Oh my God, this woman's just gonna m- make herself president." And none of us want her to be.
1: You know, Bill didn't want her to be either. I bet deep down. Oh Do you think I think he
0: wanted to get back in the White House, but no,
1: he's probably partying in Vegas and had his own little. Party. I heard he likes to party. He's got an apartment. Yeah. At, uh, I heard in his library or something
2: in Arkansas. That's cool.
1: Not a lot oh, of presidents really? have that. Yeah, he, Like I, a, I heard pl- he, he got a, a buddy house. of
2: mine I went to high school <laughs> with here in Pittsburgh. Was the uh, Marine that would salute at the bottom of the helicopter. Oh, yeah? And so he traveled with them. Everywhere they went with the helicopters, Marine 1. And I used to ask him, I'm like, t- he's like, ah, oh, I've signed stuff. I can't tell you <laughs> anything. And he'd be like, I'll tell you that. So he said they used to go to uh, Camp David and drink. Like, they were, he we're said, built. when we're off duty, Prison. we're allowed to go into the bar at Camp David. <laughs> and he goes, we have to wear white shirts and khakis. And uh, he was a Marine. And uh, he said Clinton would come in and drink. And he said... I said, what's so he goes, he parties. Yeah. yeah. I said, what's yeah. Clinton drink?
0: He said, anything. Yeah. What do yeah. you got? They.
1: Yeah, bring you? it out. Listerine.
3: All <laughs> I don't care.
0: I heard he's a great people person. Yeah. I We just did a day with Paul Reiser, and he said that when Clinton's talking to you, he goes, there's no one else in the yep. room. It's I heard the just, same about Bush, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 These guys all have to be real. To, right? to get to that right. level? To get to that level, you have to have a commanding uh, presence. There's a, that, com-
2: there's a comedian that's a joke writer. <laughs> Excuse me. Who? Uh, he plays at the comedy and magic club a lot in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he was. He wrote primarily for Democrats, and the Bush people saw him and they were like,
1: "We need, we want you."
2: And he wow. was like, "No, That's cool. no." He like, said, he, "No." He was like a diehard, and they're like, "Just meet with Bush, uh. just meet with him." And he went, and he was like, "This guy's the greatest guy I've ever met." He goes, you got in a George room George w. w. Yeah, George W. I like to do
1: prop stuff. i kind of like, like carrot I'm on steroids.
2: If <laughs> <laughs> you can do work, something out, toilet
1: seat, toilet seat be fun on my head. Flip it. Larry the cable guy. He's cerebral to me, but I'm more on the prop. Can you work something for me? The guy, everybody said, yeah,
3: I can. do it. Uh, yeah, they
0: said Bush. Bush was one of the most well-read presidents. Would you ever guess that? No, I think they sometimes. They said that he read a book, and if someone was coming, he read their book, just like wow. Teddy Roosevelt did. And they said he was it one was of the most. It was a coloring book, but I read it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, was, it, was it, did, it had words in it, a couple. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't guess that? All of those. You wouldn't no, guess that? all no, of yeah. those. Uh, I mean- to get there,
3: to get that, yeah. Out of to office. get there, you've got to be. You got to have you your shit be, together yeah, a bit. <laughs> I, I,
2: I, think I think there's a lot of places you can get eliminated it's on overly, the way. Yeah, we're overly so.
3: Are, do that you see place. different
0: pulses in different places of the, yeah, the country? Of course, like California, absolutely. you're going to have a different feel. But you start getting out here to Pennsylvania, and you know, I, I don't know how how much. I'll tell you what the, the south
2: is. the south is the south, yeah. and uh, my my in laws live in the south, so I've spent a lot of time there, and. Uh, a few years ago, I was like, wow, you know what? I think America's really – we've really evolved and we're not that racist of a country anymore. And then I started going down south, and I was like, oh, whoa, I was so wrong. I was so wrong, so, so wrong. I can't believe the stuff people say to me because I'm – when it comes to like uh, – I'm pretty li- – I mean, you know, my friends are everything and anything, and I've traveled mm-hmm. around the world, so I don't really give a shit about what somebody – but then I'd go down south, and even Pittsburgh, because we, we all know Pittsburgh's a racist city, and, uh, <laughs> and like I'm, I'm gonna say it. And uh, uh, I used to do a joke. I go, Pittsburgh's like, like uh, people in Pittsburgh love black people as long as they're playing Heinz Field on a Sunday, oh. <laughs> you know. But they'll they'll lock their car doors on the way there as they drive through the Hill District <laughs> to right. get there. Uh, but I went down south, and I was like, Pittsburgh's not racist. You go down south and you hear things. You're like, did did you just say that with people around? Like you didn't have any shame with that. And I, you know, it's I. It blows my mind. But and I always say you can tell how racist a crowd is yeah. by when you do uh, any kind of racial humor. Mm-hmm. The more quiet they get, because they're they've they don't want to give it away. It's like, if I laugh at this, everyone's going to know how racist I am, so I'm just going to get quiet. So in places I'm, where, but,
1: I'm, but, I'm a, like the, the most, ADF, I'm gonna laugh, I'm the gonna
2: most racial stuff you see is in New York <laughs> City, like where everybody's- There's an amalgamation of everything, mm-hmm. and, and you do racial material, and everybody's laughing because there's-
0: They're so around there, it.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's no racism there. Yeah. When, when you get down south, you start doing it, and they're all like- mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're gonna know uh, that we had a meeting last week if we if we laugh. It, it, they're, in,
1: they're in the meeting, if if is exposing us. Yeah, but we I, must be stopped.
2: And I I can't stay. That's what bothers me about Trump. I feel like he's hurt comedy because <laughs> if you had any racial material, it was like you're doing it ironically or you're doing it for fun, and it's like I'm totally accepting of every But now I feel like if I'm doing it, I'm like Trump but and it's given uh, us so much new stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, new doors, so new much horizons. new stuff, but it's also it's killed any like fun with racial material that you had before. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> now all of a sudden you're like oh he's like Trump. He's the you know he's, he's called and, and, you and you have the, the liberals coming after you and it's like oh Do you think shit. some of
0: that's coming from the colleges though too? Oh, because God. the colleges are extremely oh. And you know in in some respects I think it's good because it it helps people identify the fact that you really you don't wanna make fun of people for certain things right um, but you know there's there's a, a counter side to that also too sure. you you're taking the fun out of things that sometimes are okay to laugh at. you think trump's going to
1: it Took racism in away, but climate change <laughs> polar bear jokes
2: terrific the terrific the the uh the yeah, like the Bush thing was killing me. i was joking. Um, that's I don't do races. That's why I do props.
3: That's everybody likes me.
0: So yeah, he, he's he's got that Bush, Bush is dead on it. If <laughs> I close brother?
2: my eyes, that's Bush. I actually thought it was Bush.
0: <laughs> I thought Bush called in. Um, <laughs> I thought we were taking calls. The college
2: mm-hmm. thing. What I say about all kinds of like any kind of joke, they all need to be taken contextually. Contextually, I have a joke on stage where I. Uh, I talk about how I called my best friend a faggot and this other guy goes you can't say that I'm like but he's gay and he goes then you really shouldn't say that I go but he just called me a faggot first <laughs> yeah. and then the guy was so confused because it's like are they are they both gay and <laughs> I should have minded my own business <laughs> like it all like you you can't put a blanket statement on something like right. s- like well, saying you know one thing about a race, like they all do this or they all do that. People say that's wrong that's stereotyping. It's the same to say you can't say this or you can contextually you can say everything. It's mm-hmm. like it's like somebody said to Carlin or something, is rape funny or rape jokes funny or something And he said it all depends on the context of the joke. like it sure, some rape jokes are not jokes and they're not funny and they're I wouldn't parody. open with one Right. <laughs> <laughs> not. Not a strong opener. <laughs> Not a good choice. Wow. <laughs> no, wow. I would. But uh, no, no, but. but i just do
1: it with balloon animals. <laughs> back fact the bush and I can't stop me.
2: But I think everything now. contextually. You can, you can yeah. find a joke in everything and, and go with it. Well, and isn't it's that what humor is about? Humor is yeah, about the, gig, right? the ability
0: yeah. to take uncomfortable situations well, and make light of them and expose them and help people get past them and see them in the, a different the, way.
1: The funny thing is I know you got a wealth of. Uh, comedy. I, I have never been blessed with kids. i married a lovely wife for 22 years. I love children. I have nieces and nephews and stuff. And you know, little one's are five years old and three. And little Ella, who's about to turn six, um, ordered a, a bed online on Amazon. I don't know because they could, little ones are five and six. They can handle their iPad like it's you know, yeah, like Bill, little Bill Gates. And Ella ordered a six hundred and $75 like Tempur-Pedic mattress that showed up and they're like what the hell Is she it the, ordered the, it herself hit the one click on the thing uh, yeah came to the house and I know you have a, <laughs> a little one and I know
2: you little one it's gonna be you're gonna have an incredible amount of humor with that so get she, ready for that she's, she's dangerous yeah my nephew see? that's so funny the one click <laughs> my nephew we have a nephew who's uh they say he's uh I don't, what's the word they use for someone that's uh, that's really smart? Uh, they say gifted, but I think he's like, you know, something wrong with him. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, this... Uh, gifted. He, when he was like four. He runs into walls. He's gifted. He took my mom's cell phone. <laughs> okay. His grandmother's cell phone. Yeah. And he went on iTunes and purchased every single video of uh, Sesame Street. There you go. My mom gets her Genius. iPhone bill. And there's, you know, like hundreds of dollars worth of 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 Sesame Street videos and she's like, What? So she calls iTunes and she's like, Look, you're gonna have to take this off my bill and they're like, Why? She's like, I didn't order them and they're like, Well somebody did, you know, and they used your code to get in and everything. <laughs> I love and that. And she it's goes, so Well funny, I, man. Well I, ones... she's like, I think it was my nephew and they go. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes goes, well, we're going to need his name. My mom's like, I'm not giving, a, you know. Giving snitching a, on the little yeah, one. No, I don't do that. Snitching on the four-year-old. <laughs> so then she goes to him, and she's like, Austin, uh, she goes, uh, hmm. Did you buy these? And he goes, yeah, I bought them for you, Dana. And she goes, well, Austin, how did you get into my phone? He goes, simple. Your code's my mom's backwards. Oh, yeah wow. Yeah, see, little that's, freak. That's that's they're freaks with can, the phone. They are. They're, 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 they're s- fearless, man. It's, it's amazing, they isn't get it? My daughter was swiping. We tried to keep all screens away from her. Like uh, they say, before they're two years old, you should not let them see a screen. It's bad for them. Good <laughs> She's luck. She's in there. Good luck. She the, was swiping on her own at like one, right? Like they, figuring they, they, out how to. And she's two or three. She's up. about two. She's in, two you know, now. I don't know.
1: But and like, then next you know, year it, and the yeah. year after, once it gets, once they get to five, get ready for a bed to show up at
2: your door. That's the funniest thing ever. The, or a watch uh, or something. Like Temper pedic. <laughs> Bed yeah, it was up. like a really nice bed too.
1: So <laughs> did good she taste. like it? Yeah, like I did she liked the picture or something. That's and Awesome. It's just a one is the one click you can you I'll just, kill my daughter. She does something like that.
0: You touch it, it shows up, man. Pretty. <laughs> I know. How <laughs> old would you? How old would your daughter be before you let her get a cell phone? I, as long as I can wait.
2: Thirty-five.
1: Well, <laughs> I, that, I just
0: I just heard that they said that the reason that it's so. Challenging for parents is because they have no frame of reference because they didn't their cell phones didn't exist right, for right. most parents So they don't know when's appropriate to do something like that and you know There's always somebody in school that's five and has yeah, one that has one and you go well And then you started thinking about all the safety features you know you'll know where your kid is because you can put uh, a, a, a gps on it they can call you if they need you and we're s- our our society so intertwined with the fact that you can call them and then you can always find out where they are but do you want them to have that knowledge I, it, yeah. well, there, you know i they, mean that's that's yeah, a scary sure. this was
1: you're right david it was funny because we were talking about this that the times are changing it's going so fast for everyone you, know, you said your daughter by the time she's 12 or 14 or whatever she's gonna laugh at us in the sense we were talking about movies we watch old movies and stuff and eddie you mentioned y- you old movies sometimes just don't stand up and, and you and i came to the conclusion that the one thing that we're out on is the phone when if you get that big old phone brick like phone. a shoe a brick phone <laughs> with a shoe <laughs> with an antenna we're out <laughs> we're out. To, you know, it's yeah, gonna, it's, I can't over. I can't take you serious after the you, movie's know, is you over. pick
2: up the big yeah. you could the greatest actor they, they, they should ever. They should right? Photoshop it out of the film. I don't <laughs> care. Like it
0: just really Or the, the cord. Form. Doesn't it, matter. As soon as I see the big I was I'm watching not. something the other day and they <laughs> and they were rotary dialing. Oh Really? Oh, it was that uh that new show on uh Netflix, um Oh, I can't think Stranger of Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. their right. whole allure. They they want it's all seventies, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But when you were talking about the cell phone and the kids, and I have neighbors that are really good at like keeping their kids away from all that, and I'm like, how do you do it? And they go, it's easy. And I'm like, no, it's not. And they go, uh, no, they just. I'm like, my daughter is addicted. She wants the phone all the time. She goes, Well, they just do what their parents are doing. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> 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 oh
1: yeah, well. hey, uh, uh, Jim Crenn, no restrictions. Yeah. I'm here with my buddy uh, Eddie Ift and Dave, Dave Settlemeyer and Frank Mergia and, and Wayne Wild be- back behind the scenes there putting it together. And and uh, tell you, it's, it's a fun show, man. Love having you on the show. Oh. You're touring a lot, man. You're at the improv for this Christmas show. Uh, which is coming? up I'm, ex- you know, excited about that. And your live shows just off, off the charts, man. You go to Australia. The interest. I just want to switch to give your mm-hmm. Australia life. uh It's because I, I sometimes tell that story about how you know you went to Australia and you just took over this whole country in a way, in a weird way. You did, if you think about it. it, it it's kind of a cool thing. Guy in way from you, Pittsburgh in Australia. <laughs> well, when you do this, you know the, <clears throat> you know you're selling out the opera house. And all, I mean that's pretty impressive. Uh, what was that like? Tell me about the, the, the shock
2: or the, the actual. How did this it, come to be? It Honestly, I tell everyone it was just all luck. Like, I, I, I can't stand when I hear comedians talk about how hard they work
3: because <laughs> all comedians
2: <laughs> work hard. And we work hard because we mm-hmm. love it. It's a fun job and it's so much fun to do and go. But, you know, you hear, like, if I hear Kevin Hart talk about how hard he works one more time, I'm like, that's <laughs> no, not I'm really. Like, can you talk about being funny like like, just don't talk about hard I don't it, it was never the attribute you weren't in school the kid that worked hard was in the front seat
3: the yeah, funny kid is
2: about. in the back of the room <laughs> that's true. nobody ever talked about how hard Bill Murray worked and he's like the funniest guy that's ever when did that become an attribute of a funny comedian it's not so I'm sick of comedians talking about how hard they work <laughs> to get where oh, I did this and I. no we we all work hard and some of us just get luck and the truth is, and I know that now because I got luck in Australia. I went to Australia because I like to surf. And, uh, yeah, I'm the, I think I'm also the only Pittsburgh surfer. And, uh, <laughs> you are. So. Yeah, and people go, back. did you surf, surf in ki- Pittsburgh? I'm like, surf- oh, down the Mon all the time. I got, <laughs> surf
1: community dropped when you left. Got the tuberculosis you're the only to one.
2: prove it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Hell like any whitefish.
2: I went over, like I, I had a career in, In New York, I was working a lot and around the country, but I was working in England, too, Mm -hmm. a lot, which came from doing the comedy festival in Montreal. And when you go to England to perform, and I went there, like, you had the boom here. I came in after the boom. Mm -hmm. When I went to England, the boom had started. Okay. And it was crazy. But, I mean, it wasn't crazy money. It was just, I get there, and this guy said, yeah, this agent said, I'll bring you over. You can do some gigs. Right. I figured it'd be like... America, you know, I'd have to hustle and get a gig there and there. He just sends me an email, and it's got every day booked for the next three months. And I'm in a different city every night, and I go, no one knows who I am. And he's like, doesn't matter. They're just salivating for comedy. So I went, and the way they structured the shows was there were four comics on the show, and a compare, they call it, and then three acts, or two or three acts usually. And they had uh, intermissions. So they have intermissions wow. where they let the audience go get more beers and go to the bathroom and come back. So it's kind of theater-like. Yeah. And they all sit in rows, so they're packed together in these rooms. And I'd be like, how much do I get paid in these gigs? And he's like, oh, it's pretty much 200 pounds a set. So it was like equivalent of at the time, like four uh, hundred, about $400. Wow. And uh, – so I was getting four hundred dollars a show, and some nights I'd do three shows, Whoa. and it was like every night of the week. And I was like, "This so you're is you're like what?" And I was not making so this about? money in America. I was like, "This is no, that's incredible! It's money crazy, man! It's great money." But like, I didn't even look at my my list of where I was going. I would just every day be like, oh, "Where?" And he'd kind of call me and be like, "Hey, it's a two hour train ride to Hull, or you're going to Wigan, or you're going to you're going to Newcastle, or you're going to Manchester, and and tonight you're in Manchester and Liverpool, and that's an hour away. That's a guy's a gonna mean- drive." So I was doing all these gigs and then one night I see Jersey. And I'm like, <laughs> Jersey, I'm going to New Jersey. He goes, No, you're going to the Isle of Jersey. I'm like, Where's that? He's mm-hmm. like, It's off the coast of France. Wow. And I, he goes, after your gig in Southampton, you're gonna go to the airport. They're gonna Okay. And then I saw Amsterdam and I'm like, that's not even in this that's in another country. <laughs> and he's like, What? You have a problem?
1: You don't believe they have you don't believe they have yuck yucks <laughs> in Amsterdam? <laughs> they do? <laughs> I don't even know what that accent was it's <laughs> so a, it,
2: it kind of was it's a weird accent a Dutch accent's weird so yeah, it kind of fit. Kinda, it was a little Swedish yeah, a little, little Swedish, Canadian a little
1: bit, yeah I moved there you know opened a little hash bar but I have a little so, backstory to my accent guy so
2: yeah. then he's like Cape Town <laughs> your gig's in Cape Town you're gonna be there for wow. a t- a two weeks or whatever and which got, is supposed to be beautiful Hong Kong and then Hong Kong. India and then uh, Dubai and so I started going to these places and people just wanted comedy in all these places and uh and so I was, tra- and I was doing well, and it was like, this is fun. That's I, amazing. And I enjoyed it, and I
0: was Scandinavia, and were you, you know, traveling with other amazing. group of comedians? Sometimes, sometimes no. Sometimes like, no. And we just got swept up in it. And were other Americans, or were they English um, too?
2: Uh, m- very few Americans. Only a, a, a handful of us. Uh, Tom Rhodes, if you know Tom Rhodes, Tom was one of them. Okay. Me, Arch Barker from Flight of the Concord, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Ross Bennett. You know Ross Bennett. Um, no, the names. He no, was doing, you know it, know and then there was. they are? There's one other. Uh, well, Rich Hall is uh, really sure big. Sure, I over know there. Rich, yeah. So Rich lives in London, and uh, he's got a place in Montana too. But Rich became very big over mm-hmm. there. There's a festival in Scotland in in uh, August called the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which is where it's and there's 500 shows going on every every night. That's amazing. The whole city is taken over by by a festival, and you can go see. You could, see how, you could see 20 so comics in a night. 30 so you, comics. So you
1: got swept up into traveling all over the world. Yeah. Doing comedy all over the world. Yeah. And, and I, then you end up in
2: Australia. And then you started getting some TV. But Australia, I went just to surf. Like really? My friend, that was your downtime. My friend was an Australian this. comedian. And I said, hey, if I go over there, can you get me some gigs? He said, call this guy. So I called the guy. And the guy said, yeah, I'm familiar with you from the festivals. And he said, I think I can get you some gigs. And I went in and I did all the Pub gigs. I mean, these were like yeah. like open mics practically. Yeah. You got to work hard them, a little And I did them, but the crowd, no, the crowds were like, they wanted comedy. Huh. But I didn't realize, I thought I was doing the best gigs. I was doing the shittiest gigs. <laughs> and I was doing them for like $100 every night. And Australian, which was like $70 American. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so one night they said to me, I came back. I said, 'I'll oh, come back. I like it. I just want to surf again. Came back. And the while I was there... My agent said, "Hey, I got you on this TV show, and uh, you're gonna do five minutes of stand-up." And I was like, "Okay," mm. and uh, I didn't know what it was. And it was a show called Rove Live, but I didn't realize it was their Letterman. And oh. they only had, they only had four channels at the time. Okay, I mean, this is only ten years ago. They had four channels <laughs> that, and then like maybe a tenth of the country had cable, mm-hmm. so the whole country watched the show. It was like doing the Tonight Show. Yeah. in you're the eighties,
1: everybody's captivated with it.
2: And I go on, thinking nothing. They didn't even go over my set like they do in America when I do a TV set. I go on, and I just it was a fun set, and right. I did well, and I, I leave. And I meet up with my buddies late that night to go get drinks, and we go to bars, and people in the street are stopping me, going, wow. Eddie Ift, Eddie Ift. And I'm like, wow. did That's amazing. Did that just happen <laughs> in five minutes? <laughs> That's amazing. In five minutes that happened? Yes. And my agent calls me, he goes, hey, we're moving you out of these uh, – hmm these pubs, and you're going to be doing small theaters now, your shows. And I went, wow, what? And he's like, yeah, 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 you're going to do theaters now. And I was like, did this just happen that quick? So when I talk about luck, it just, it really was a lucky Have you done that show since then? So so I was the first person to do it twice in one year. They had me back, and then I did it again. And I have ended up going on to do, like, probably 50 shows in Australia. Really? Yeah. Yeah, It's it's Rove. Rove live, so he he Rove finished lives. the show. He actually came to America and tried to make it. In Conan
1: took over two years. Rove comes back. They no, talked. Okay. They
2: <laughs> talked about Rove taking over a show in America. Really, I was, believe it. He was, I think he was that successful, right? He was so successful. I mean, he twenty million people live in Australia. Twenty million he had, people knew who Rove. That
1: was, was. his.
0: That's he amazing. was the yeah. Carson of yeah. Australia. He was. He was. Right? Yeah, that's I I
2: mean, amazing. It's changed now because they've got every channel. That's so a now
0: so now amazing. they have everything we have. But, you're, but
2: here's the thing: you're you're known. They, you can uh, they, it's perfect. Not as much anymore because you know how it is here, where what's well, more saturated. But once they know you, they know you. You're famous for like a week here in America, and then they forget. <laughs> about, you know, then you're chachi. <laughs> you're tra- <laughs> chachi. Although chachi, big comeback, <laughs>
3: terrific.
2: I know. Love them. Celebrities would terrific. be. You wanna you wanna help your career. <laughs> Jump on the Trump bandwagon.
3: I'm on. i mean.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> no one else will. But if you do, you've got half of America that's going to love you.
0: Jimmy's on the Bush bandwagon. That's I a little. Boat. I I I, boat. I, I, let's
2: bring back Bush.
1: I'll do it for you. We're going to tour <laughs> Australia. Yeah, you know, we're going to go down under. I love quagga bears. <laughs> You know koala are You know they're high all the time. They're always high. Well, no, they're, are they, they really high that? all the time?
2: They're high all the time. Eucalyptus has like some kind of. Sh- really? Yeah, they're just stoned. I you know I,
1: I covered the Olympics uh, there when it was there. In, in, oh you? Australia. Oh yeah, we talked about this. There's like ten days, and in ten or twelve days. But anyway, one of the days I went to this reserve, and this lady who was um, with the, the company was sponsoring and whatever. She takes a s- bunch of people, and this was. A, it wasn't Bindy Irwin or whatever, but it was like that. And uh, and I remember holding a koala bear. Yeah, he looked higher than me, which is yeah. amazing back yeah. then. But he's, so he's all stone, and I'm holding him and stuff. And then these uh, other. But this the weird part was, I had no idea where the dingo was. So um, <laughs> um, I see this dog. And he's like in his caged like area, kind of open, kind of cage. He looks like a dog to me. And I walk in. I wander away from the group and I am petting this dog. You I'm pet a dingo? Like, yes. And I have him on his belly, like kind of on his side. That's like a coyote. Yes. You can't he not could not kill me. And the lady running the tour, just I'm rubbing his side and I'm like, hey, good boy, good boy. Like <laughs> and the ladies there, sir. Yeah, she's nervous i'm like yeah and i'm and me i'm like thinking i'm, <laughs> I'm caesar malone the dog whispers <laughs> something, whatever and, and she's like slowly get up and walk away slowly get up and walk away and the dog's <laughs> the tongue high, eyes rolled up and i'm like i got this and she goes no sir i mean i go okay so i get up real slow and i'm like well, what, what did i do i thought something was going to come i thought something was coming from somewhere else. i had no idea what the hell was going on. and she goes sir that's a, that's a dingo and I go. What does that like a golden retriever of Australia? And she yeah. goes. No. Like you said,
3: <laughs> she goes. The she goes it could have ripped your throat yeah, it's, out it's, it's, at it's
1: any second. She goes. that's a not uh, what you think. It, it could have really, it could have w- really hurt you. Could have killed you. And I'm like, really interesting dogs there. But anyway, no. But, yeah, it's but a wild, I'm surprised wild you didn't dog. adopt it. Well, the wildlife there, and, and that's the thing. I was talking, the wildlife. It's crazy. The yeah. first thing I tell you is there's 20 things that can kill yeah.
2: you. Yeah, but I'd be no so one afraid. No one does though. Right? They say they don't die from so like that. for. <laughs> They say you know the snakes, the sharks, the Every spiders, spider. everything will kill you. Yes, and I'm like, okay, how many people die a year from these things? And they're like, well, no one, but. Oh, good. and I'm like, so but, he's but. like scared. Well, it's because they, they're not in the pubs. So. They do like to scare. I've been surfing <laughs> in Bondi well, Beach. Oh God, where, Bondi Beach, yeah. where, the, where the shark alarm goes off? Yes, and uh, so I didn't. It's not a common thing. It's not like a surfing thing where there's a shark alarm. Shark <laughs> alarm like, Dude. But, but yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but but I'm, I'm out there <laughs> paddling around, and all of a sudden I hear this, like, you know, like when a fire alarm yeah. kind of thing go off. Like, wah, wah, wah. And it's a very crowded, packed beach, and I see everyone start moving in towards the sand. And I'm oh, like, Jesus. I'm just going to do what everyone else is doing right now. <laughs> in every movie? seen yeah. every shark movie? So my heart's beating really fast. I'm like, is it behind me? Oh, God. And, uh, and I start paddling in. And I'm, I'm like, afraid. oh, this is probably pretty common, you know? They probably just do this. Maybe, <laughs> it, it maybe it may it's a practice. You know? old shark I, alarm. And I look at the guy next to me to kind of see if he's scared, and he goes, "I haven't heard this in a long time." Oh, you're <laughs> kidding me! And I just start <laughs> oh, paddling God. like I'm in the Olympics, and I'm and it just felt like, you know, you hear about these people that get attacked by a shark and how yeah. they paddle in. Yes. I felt like I was on a treadmill going backwards. Like yeah. I could not could go. It was like cement. I'm like, you're kidding. I have to get. In, That'd be a nightmare. And my wife's sitting on the beach, and uh, uh, I came in, and she's like, what's that? And I'm like, I don't know. Can you go find out? So she went over to the lifeguards, and they're like, yeah, somebody saw a shark, and they just and they called did it in.
1: You know, it's interesting with that Bondi, Bondi, is it Bondi? Bondi. Bondi. <laughs> I always watch specials on the sharks, and they always have the buddy who's with the guy who gets attacked, who, you know, is half just he's gone. He's yeah. like, no, no arms, no legs, <clears throat> just a head. And by the way, this is a footnote. He's just ahead, and The camera pans back, and they always go, "But I still love sharks." Okay, <laughs> they don't really. love... Them. But anyway, so so. But there's always the buddy, who who's saved him. Yeah, because they go, "Yeah, you know, I was almost to shore, and I swam back on." Yeah, saved Eddie, I got to be truthful, man. I think about it, but I'd have to. I'd have to be on shore all the way, man. Just Eddie, me. Eddie missed that alarm. You'd leave me. It sucks, but uh, well. I would, you would be just a head, don't forget. I would carry you around a little sack with me all the time. <laughs> like a bowling. We, we like would bowling. do shows together. I'd make sure you were there. I'd put you in a knapsack. We would just go, and I'd do them. I'd go, here he is. Boom. Put you on a little chair. Take care of you. I wish you'd
2: make me into a bobblehead.
1: You'd be like a You're the <laughs> ultimate bobblehead. Yeah. You use your big, your big knob. You, you'd be like but, yes. but I just don't know. I don't know how they do that. How do you turn around and go back uh, to a friend? Well, there was. I mean, a, God bless you, Dave. I don't know. I'll tell you. There I was. I mean, I got to swim back to a shark.
2: There was a contest <laughs> last year. I, I'm a big fan. In fact, I just I just got. I'm I'm a massive surf fan. I, I mm-hmm. last week I was in Hawaii doing the Surfer Awards. I wow. I, I opened the That's awards cool. and everything, and. All the pro surfers were there, and I was like a little kid just like, oh, my God, they're all – look who's – Gary Kelly Slater, you know. I was Wow, like I know out. who he is. He's yeah. big. Yeah. And uh, so last year during one of the competitions in uh, South Africa where I have surfed, uh, uh, Mick Fanning was, they said, attacked by a shark, which he wasn't. Anybody knows that when a shark attacks you, they come from the bottom. They uh, – great white.
1: They, you have no they, arms they, left,
2: too. You're done. When they attack, mm-hmm. they're they, – come on so quickly from the bottom you never see them but a lot of times they will swim around you to mm. see if they want to eat you and i've gone diving in the cages with them in south africa huh. so i've seen how they act and I'm, not, I'm no expert by any means but what happened to me is, and a lot of people get bumped i've never been bumped thank god uh i have seen mm. sharks surfing but uh a bump is they will come up and bump your board from underneath just really? to check it with their nose to see what you are and if you're a seal or And um, Mick Fanning was not bumped, but I think what happened, the shark got tangled in his leg rope, you know, the leash that goes from your your board, got tangled, freaked out. He started flailing at it and punching at it, which Mm -hmm. you should do. And then the guy in the contest against him, Julian Wilson, who was another Australian who's a friend of his, they said swam towards him to save him. Whoa. God bless. Now... I've watched that video. <laughs> there was a jet ski because they have like the safety jet behind Mick. <laughs> Julian was swimming for the jet ski. He was going. He out. was yeah. not, <laughs> he was not was, going to save Mick. Mick. And he was put on a pedestal, like he and he's like, he's like, and he even took <laughs> yeah. it too. You know, he was like, you know, I just saw Mick in this position and I knew <laughs> it. No, you didn't. You did
1: not you do, do it. The, See, so you're, you're telling it. me they all lie? These people, yeah, they're not truthful. Loved, yeah see i would be that's why i don't i don't surf because my embarrassment would be i'd freak out so bad that literally seriously if something like that happened to me i'd be on the news for beating up a baby seal <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: like you know not even a shark well you like, throw that you'd sacrifice the seal i'd be like I don't, know. I don't
2: know look i've almost beat up seals because they like uh, santa cruz yeah. i surf every once in a while and the seals hang out in the lineup and they're food they for up. sharks so i'm like um, there's this one yeah. one day that was like literally like sunning himself you know they get that like upside down yes and i'm going get the fuck out of here get away from me <laughs> and like, i'm like
1: and they're like i'm luring sharks yeah because like, you know. that's what i'm thinking it's i'm like, like bait. you
2: are food for the big they're sharks, messing with go. You. The shark's going, and it's just and it was like the sharks gonna, gonna think you're me yeah and i was like well if you look underneath when a surfer's on a board it looks like sh- it looks just like a seal and we wear black wetsuits too, which I don't know. Which really saying. does. You might as well yeah, put like, a, You might as well wear a little seal hat know, at that point. I know. Go all the way. Aren't there, there's these new whiskers. wetsuits might as well that are? And- uh, they're yeah. supposed to
0: make to <laughs> repel them.
2: There's all work? kinds of new things, like a magnet things. thing, and, yeah. and, and I, the only thing that does work is uh, they they put this like buoy out in the water
0: mm.
3: that
2: has it's like a depth finder, you know, fish finder. Yeah. And it can find big fucking fish Oh, to let coming. you know. And so then, like, a guy with a computer can be like, wow. hey, and that's what they did for South Africa this year, because it's a very sharky area, huh. and they go, hey, uh, uh, there's one in the area. Get everybody out of the water. Yeah. I'm amazed. They can't put I'm, any I'm kind of sonic
0: sound in the water to drive I mean, them su- out. I'm surprised they can't. Like a I, dog?
1: They want a, a shark
0: fence. <laughs> yeah, they want a little collar no, on him. Get him out. Bad
2: yeah. shark. Bad. No, they, they they. Funny you say that. Bondi Beach is all netted uh to prevent the sharks from coming in they net a lot of beaches and but somebody told me once they're like go swim out to that net they mm-hmm. go it goes down 10 feet the, t- the bottom <laughs> of the ocean's 20 feet so, it's, so there's like, like wait they're going second. right under the shark's like, this out we got to go under the fence again uh, to yeah, go yeah. get the meat yeah like this is easy they're thinking right but so when yeah. i was in the shark cage in south africa we went down, me and two other comedians went down to where they shoot all those documentaries yeah and they've got a whole business where like there's like 10 different shark boats. I and would do it once. It's awesome. It's Dave, worth I know doing. you do it once. Yeah, it's I'd, awesome. You get in a wetsuit, so you go down. And uh, it's, it's, first of all, Cape Town's an amazing place to go on a holiday. i heard it's stunningly beautiful. Amazing. And then uh, that's worth the trip. The whole going there is worth going shark diving. And they're probably going to put an end to it soon. So go do it now. Uh, cause they say it attracts sharks to boats. Oh really? Cause they, they put fish oil in the water to attract, they used to chum, oh. now they put fish oil, but, uh, you, you ride around for like four hours trying to find the sharks and I'm like, we're trying D- did to did you see sharks. great white sharks? I saw great white sharks that were like monsters. Like it's mm. the closest thing I've ever seen to a monster, like a 20 foot great white shark just swim
0: by me and, uh, and you're in a cage. You're in a. Cage. Or is the
1: comedy club audience to say in the south the good shark? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm a call <laughs> but,
0: anyway.
2: but they were <laughs> so big and so scary, and uh, at one point, like you wait for four hours. So when they say the sharks are here, <laughs> they're like. They're like entertainers, because they they put stuff in the water. They put shadows of seals, mm. and they put shark heads on ropes that are like. Uh, so you know, you're they, fucking with the shark. They're pissed. Well, speaking They're of like, with, it's a fuck. It's a puppet show. They're going at, back to at, the other sharks. at the lodge before we left. Yeah, this is not a joke. <laughs> uh, like I couldn't make this up. Yeah. they had a piano <laughs> in the lodge where you have breakfast before you go, and I go over to the piano, and I'm just sitting there, <laughs> and I start going doo doo. <laughs> yeah, uh, I it's got the it, only right? thing I know how to play on a piano. Which is like, beautiful. And the <laughs> South Africans—they're like they're like oh, angry Germans, you know. They're, they're, <laughs> like, hey. um, he comes over and he just slams the thing down. <laughs> no, he, he goes. I am trying to run a business. Oh,
3: <laughs>
0: and I was like,
2: I'm just playing a little song. My God. Do uh But we we went out and. uh so after four hours, you want to get in the water. You're so bored. You're like, "Where are they?" And they go, "Get your cameras ready, because you're gonna, you're gonna see them." And they go, "We don't know how long they're gonna be around." Are
1: they like tourist sharks? They're so fat. They got little guts. Well, they like swim up. <laughs> well, no, there's what it is? And there's so many droplets. different
2: boats out there. Like when we were out there, there were like three boats out, and they're all looking for them. And mm-hmm. as soon as one finds the sharks, then they, all, they, they call. call the other ones yeah. to say, so "We're like gonna like help you." a safari, they do yeah. And then so. They, they, they literally play with them like cats. You know, you do the string of cat along yeah. with the, They do the same thing with the seals, and they don't let them touch them because once they go for a bite and they find that they're gone, right. they're going to go look somewhere else. So these guys, like, tease the sharks to keep them around, <laughs> and they're like, hurry up, get as many pictures and see. And we're down there in, the, in the, uh, the boat, and they're swimming right by us. And I remember at one point I'm with two other comedians, this Canadian comedian and another American comedian, and we're just in the, the cage, and I don't know why I thought it was funny, but as the shark goes by, probably five feet of the shark had already gone by. Yeah. And I just poked my finger out. You did. Out and you did. Out. I would, I would be tempted to do that, yeah. I think. I would you do it, I would do it. You watch. What did it feel like? You watch It's it not, not going to turn around. Right. Like yeah. It's not going like, to, hey, don't poke it, me. But they just looked at me like, I can't believe you just poked the shark. And then I also, uh, after the sharks left, they left because one got tangled in, in our mooring line. Mm. And so they all left and they're like, damn it. You know, like they were mad. They're like, we lost them. There was a, uh, I I said to the sh- shark master, that's what he was called, I said, can I jump in the water? He goes, sure. And I go, like, it's legal. He goes, you can do whatever you want <laughs> to do. <laughs> you could die if you want. And I go, yeah, <laughs> I go, will I die? And he goes, probably not. I go, would you do it? He goes, no. Oh, really? <laughs> I go, <Then> he, <laughs> I go, but I mean, there's no sharks around. He goes, not unless one's hiding under the boat right ah, now. Ah, that
1: shark. I know that. <laughs> I
2: go, I'm going to do it. And he no. goes, so I, the other two guys are up on the top. It's like a houseboat. And I go, hey. And I just jumped in the water. And then I jumped out. And I. it was the closest I've ever come to walking on water. <laughs> yeah, anyway, very fast.
1: Every fucking shark movie starts like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was right? that guy. You were the
2: guy who just goes, I'm going to
1: do did it. What made
0: you think of jumping <laughs> in the water? I don't know. I just felt
2: like they're so far away from here that.
0: You, you didn't want to linger. What if he's just. Gonna- I know, I know.
2: Uh, but what was going through my head was a little bit of like, what if you get in and you get paralyzed me <laughs> and you can't, you can't get yourself out? out. Or and there's all- that, like you said, there's that
1: one shark that got a beagle, a beagle who'd wait for rabbits. He was amazing. He'd just wait and hide behind the tree and he'd get the rabbit. It could be like that. <laughs> You're yeah. waiting behind a propeller. There did, he is.
2: I did think about it. And yeah. now that I have a child, I wouldn't do it. How big is the <laughs> cage? Cage is... Uh, Not big enough <laughs> for me. I mean... Like, like an elevator? Three people were almost uncomfortable in it. Oh, wow.
0: So smaller than an elevator. Did you see, yeah, the, yeah, about did you see the YouTube elevator. video where, where the, the, the shark, shark jumped is. in the cage? I,
2: Funny enough, I mm. felt bad for the shark. You did see that? Yeah. But the the Japanese guy that was in there
0: lost his mind. I would lose my I would mind be too. out of it. I yeah, mean that's because that, so. didn't the shark then the whole cage wow. went down and then they had to pull it up or something and then yeah. he got out. It was so scary. Oh my God. So oh scary. Oh my
2: god. And also that shark is just fighting for its life at yeah, that point. It's wondering what yeah now happen? you're
0: now you're in like, the cage hey. with the shark.
2: And apparently their teeth are like razors. Like if they're if you oh, just go would go like yeah. touch one of their teeth. What was
0: their what was their skin like when you poked
2: him I, I it was underwater i didn't it was practically like not even feeling i mean i literally yeah. went like that yeah. so
1: it was
0: just but you like poked a shark that poor I shark the poked poked shark. Po- shark i
2: poked you could, a great white you shark could take
0: that off yeah. your off your yeah that, that was killer. the
1: same <laughs> shark that went in the cage he's in therapy right now i was
2: poked <laughs> next thing you know i'm in the cage i can't even go to the, near i have a theory that when anymore. there are shark attacks it's the same shark it's the same one here's the right? thing That's what I we have like serial killer people right mm-hmm. and we know that there's something mentally wrong. It's the crazy shark maybe there's like this one crazy <laughs> shark that's swimming around. <laughs> just I think we, everybody have, everybody. we
1: have a movie we should start we'll call it One Crazy Shark. One Crazy <laughs> Shark. Let's do it. Eddie, if, Eddie the Great. Hey, uh, I Also, I want to mention uh, If you could email me if you want to say any uh, any comment, anything about the podcast at jkren at email dot com. Uh, Bob uh, out there who emailed, thank you Bob. I'm glad you listen to the podcast and love it. The emails and uh, I read every email that comes in. We just started this jcrenn at email dot com you want to say hello i'm going to ask questions talk like the podcast and whatever and uh, i'll keep you updated on eddie or any guests we have coming in and or the gang here uh eddie is the great you're the great thank you for doing the show ed in ed let's plug, a little, let's plug your podcast your podcast um, i'd
2: love to do your podcast too, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out when can we do it i'm open for you. i yeah right. make it, make uh, it We're going to do talking Shit then this week. Um, that's my show. It's called Talkin' Shit. I'm going to be uh, on this week then. No G. Talkin', Talkin Shit. shit. <laughs> on iTunes, it's Talkin's Hit. <laughs> because they Perfect. wouldn't. Yes. I tried the sense. asterisk. I, they, gotcha. they pulled that. Yeah, yeah. Tried everything. Talkin's <laughs> hit. hit on iTunes. We have almost 500 episodes. And uh, I have another show, too, called Wadcast Podcast, which is about CrossFit. It's weird. Oh, really? Yeah. I do a lot of CrossFit. Well, Jimmy, you that's should be right all over stuff. that.
1: My wife loves that stuff. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie, Dave knows.
2: My wife's a health Yeah, person. she's huge. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> a bit of a health freak myself. Yeah, but um, that's, awesome. the, uh, that's a fun show. We just kind of make fun of CrossFit, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Talkins, Talkins' hit is the big one, and my next guest will be Jimmy Cran
1: I'm excited. Thank cool. you. Yeah. Thank you. And then at the Improv, headline, the Improv uh, this weekend. If you have friends in from out of town, family, a lot of people do Christmas. It's it's a Christmas show. Eddie's, uh, as you know, you listen to him. You know he's a Pittsburgh guy. Man, we got to support our Pittsburghers. And like I said, he's the real deal. He's a real Pittsburgh guy. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Anyway, Eddie, you're the best man. Thanks for thanks, thanks for taking thank taking time you so out, brother. Much. You're the, you're the greatest man. Eddie Ift, Jim Cran, no restrictions. <laughs>
3: No restrictions.
2: This is John and Craig, and we are from the Jagoff podcast, the only podcast all about Pittsburgh. Check it out on Pittsburgh
0: podcast network.com. Thanks for listening to the Pittsburgh podcast
3: network. Check us out at Pittsburgh podcast network.com. Thanks for listening.